afternoon. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> do not, no, do not come in here with your Adrian Crowed hour. Good morning, Vietnam. Don't know. No, no that is not how we're kicking off this show. I am the fearless leader, Richard. Y'all just call me R for those of you who don't know me on a personal level. We got Deidre, a.k.a. Deeds over here. What up, though? And then we, we've we got a Mr. Michael, or as he's known everywhere else by his other name, his family name, Force. Yeah, most people uh, tend to call me Force. Hmm. Like, you call me Mike, I'm not going to turn my head. <laughs> I call you Michael. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, fair. He's, he's, so, to, to, to most of the world, he's forced to deeds. He's Michael. We have a special relationship. <laughs> uh, but we are the core three of Rude and Obnoxious Productions. What's Rude and Obnoxious Productions? Uh, we are a animation media studio from Detroit, Michigan. That's right, Detroit, putting it on the map um, because we don't get enough credit. So, that being said, <laughs> it's time to make you know the world take notice that there is talent in Michigan, in Detroit, that the anime scene, that the nerd scene, the blurred scene is strong here. And we, you know, decided to uh, reach out to you guys, let you get a little bit of uh, familiarity with us. So that way, when we have some other projects coming down the road, hint, 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 you'll know who we are and you'll be on board with that and ready to support. Um, again, I'm R. We got Deeds and Force. Glad to have you with us. Bet. Let's get into it. That's how you're kicking off with a bet. <laughs> Yeah, let's I'm let, let, let's right, let's, let's just, <laughs> <laughs> actually we should kick it off with a very appropriate what up though. There, there, there we go. A, what a, up though? A very appropriate what up though. As somebody who grew up like north of Nine Mile, I only get to say I'm like from Detroit if I'm out of state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the rule on that. No, that's one hundred percent the rule on that. Like, I want to. I'll, I'll advance it a little bit more. If I am outside of Michigan, Ohio, and Indiana, I get to say I'm from Detroit. If I'm within those places... Chicago, I... too. Chicago? Yeah. Hey, no. If you go to Chicago, you run into a lot of people from the D. That's Chicago. fair. That's no, true. that's fair. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Because, I mean, it's so close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But or yeah. Atlanta. Or Atlanta. <laughs> now, granted, like, y'all see where we're recording this. Like, I'm still... I have never 100% been... The only time I have actually truly said I am from Detroit was when I was in Italy. <laughs> and they had no idea. <laughs> no, no, they, no. Like, hi, Eminem is a like, global sensation. Everybody knows what Detroit is at this point. Yeah, that so. is the only time I've ever been like, yeah, I'm from Detroit. That's, that's like, legit. Explaining like because as soon as somebody asks, like, oh, so you know, east side, west side, north end, like, you're not gonna get that in right more. <laughs> no one's asking these. Details. You're not getting that nah, in Italian, nah, nah. Just, unless you're from Detroit. Unless you're from Detroit. Like I'm in a metro station in Rome. Like I step outside, look left. There's the Colosseum. Like they're not gonna know east side, west side. I can smell that location. There is yeah. no South Detroit for the people out there. Is, oh my God, there is no South Detroit. <laughs> that is so. 
annoying. You know what? Low key, my dyslexic ass was like, maybe he just needs like Southwest, and he just dropped the West. Nah. South Detroit is Canada. That it is. It's Canada. You make a valid geographical statement. That's, I've, I've always maintained. <laughs> I've always maintained. That's why we're like. That's why people think we're weird because we're the only. Fact. We're the only state. And this is including like something that is attached to it, but we're the only state in America where you go south and hit Canada. Yep. That's true. Yep. That's why it's so much fun. But, you know, we can't even do that now because... I'm going to be on the tiki boat on the river. Big Rona out here flexing. Oh, yeah, they're not letting us come over here. And they're not letting us come over here. I forgot about that. Enhanced driver's license. Can't even use it. They said don't even come to the uh, casino. Nope. Just stay home. Just stay home. Like, no, like, mad respect to Canada because they were like, no, shut this down. Everything closed. Our prime minister hasn't stopped. Yeah. And then they stopped. And they did great. And then we're like, hashtag coronavirus is... Hashtag quarantine. <laughs> but we did that for like we did that in like June of last year, so that's why we're like. You Do you know, know it's been a year? Yeah, no, we're officially like, like one year we have, anniversary. We have passed the three hundred sixty-five day mark yeah. of this bullshit. Happy one year coronavirus. Like, get ready for the next three sixty-five. <laughs> yeah, this shit ain't going nowhere. This shit ain't going because because motherfuckers be in Atlanta and. Uh, Running to Texas. I gotta travel. I got a birthday turn up. Like, dude, no, you don't know, like, how many people I've heard who are, like, like, without getting political, this is just, like, a realistic look at it. Like, I am thrilled. I know how you both feel about it. I'm thrilled we have a vaccine. But at this point, part of the problem is the vaccine. Because people are like, well, there's a vaccine now. I don't have it. Nobody I know has it. But there's a vaccine now. So I'm going to go four states over to go on spring break. You are part of the problem. The vaccine is going to try to have us back at the office. And I'm not ready. I don't want to go yeah. back. I'm, I'm, be, because I understand the process of creating the R&D behind a vaccination, mm-hmm. right. I'm not okay with the, yeah, because this is an emergency need that we just going to skip steps. It's like, this, <laughs> no, for real. Like, literally, so literally what happened was the government green-lighted uh, the, the the vaccines or vaccine, uh, uh, vaccine research. Now, apparently there has been 10 whatever years, plus years of coronavirus research for the entire family of coronaviruses. Right. So they've been trying to come up with vaccinations for that. Now, because this... COVID-19, a strain of coronavirus, hit a green-lighted emergency, whatever, CDC, all of them people. They was like, we got to do it because we need this, right? Right. So what typically happens is there's research. Usually. X amount of years of research done in order to understand the virus, understand how it affects general cookie cutter wonder bread type people mm-hmm. then right. also that's and not <laughs> you want to say it. 
<laughs> you want to say? <laughs> no, nah, I'm gonna say this one. Uh, you something, know, just, something white bread. That's all. I'll just, say. just your general average everyday Joe or Jane. But then there's also the research to go into. Well, how does it affect people who have this condition or that condition or are of this culture or of that culture? Well, as somebody like, first of all, I'm sitting in a room with, and I, I understand I was given permission to use the phrase black folk. I'm sitting in a room with black folk, like, y'all obviously, like, know your history and remember, like, the Tuskegee experiment, so I'm understanding why you both are apprehensive about this. My mutant ass, I'm kind of concerned about this, because I don't know Not how... a mutant. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Hi, I have heterochromia. Like, I am 100%... Yeah, you never noticed that? This one? Oh, it's... So slight. Oh snap! I never noticed. <laughs> no, well, that's because this one's green. This one's brown. It's hard to tell. Like, mm -hmm. like if you're like sitting a, here, and, like the sun is back yeah. here. Like it's real obvious. But I can see some of the brown in this one. That's probably why. Yeah. No. Like as as a mutant, I'm still so kind of concerned about it. <laughs> I can't believe that. No, no, just um, my eyes But right. yeah, it's like it's it's because of the fact that mm -hmm. so. After they do the research, you know, figure out, you know, understand the virus, then they start, like, coming up with, okay, well, does this work? Does this work? Does this work? To see what works as an effective means of mm -hmm. combating whatever virus that they're creating a vaccine for. Then once they finally land on something like, oh, this is 91.3% effective, let's focus on this, then they start focusing in on that. How can we take this 91.3% and make it a better number? Yeah. Right? So then once they streamline that and get that better, mm -hmm. then they start saying, okay, well, now we have to do testing. Unfortunately, they have to do animal testing first. Mm -hmm. See how it reacts in animals. Then they go from animal testing if the results on animal testing are, for the majority, positive. Then they start moving into human trials, human testing. This is signing people up to, you know, just get the vaccine and just, you know, go from there. Then they go from the testing to, okay, actual, like, clinical trials right. and all of that stuff. Then once they do that, they get the results back. If the results are what they want them to be, if, then that's when they go to FDA and get all of this approval, blah, 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 blah. Usually the process of creating a vaccine from start to finish is about, 10-ish years or so, right? Ish. That's assuming there are no setbacks where, damn, uh, we honed in on this one that we thought was 91.3% effective, and then we tinker with it, and now it's only 72% effective. Fuck. I, I don't mean to, like, top you on this one, but at the same time, like, there's a difference between, like, hey, we need this vaccine for X because it's affecting a population of, you know, 50,000 people here. Right. Like what they did with uh, anthrax and things like that. Like anthrax hasn't been like a major concern <laughs> since... Uh, anthrax! Too, too much. Too well, much. September 11th, 2001, and then like 200 years before that, it hadn't been too much of an, a worry, a concern. Like this is something that's like affecting globalization. Yeah. I'm going to tie this into nerdism. I'm absolutely going to tie this into nerdism. It is basically the plot line of the Watchmen. 
Like, give us a global... <laughs> I'm going with it. Give us a global threat and all yeah. of humanity can go like, whoa, hold up, yeah. like, yeah. this thing, this is bad, like, let's end our petty squabbles, focus on this thing. That's basically exactly what it is. That's Meanwhile, we still true. have a war going on, so that's not quite... We, we got close. We did okay. Like, obviously, we really need to rally around either a giant squid or a giant blue dick, and then we'll all ah! come together as people. Oh For God. those who don't know, that's a, a Dr. Manhattan reference. <laughs> Dr. Manhattan being the blind, blind, giant blue dude from The Watchmen. I who, think blind is better. Blind, <laughs> blue and giant. <laughs> He he didn't he but they did give him a, a a superhero outfit which was just some draws. Yeah, no, that was. <laughs> like, I gotta go. I gotta go back. I gotta like. I'm gonna get. Like, did you watch the Watchmen HBO series? With? I haven't gotten to that yet. No. I what? With uh, it's it's on Max. It's on Max with uh. I remember Regina King. Oh, this Regina King. Yeah, Boondocks Regina King like, you know is really good. No, the piss off factor, and I'm gonna tell you now because if you're gonna watch it, you're gonna be like, ah, oh, ain't gonna be no more. That's it. It's one season. Oh, word? Whack ass cliffhanger ending, and wow. ain't no more. And the reason there's no more is because the guy who's the writer, HBO, was like, yo, they like it. Let's get some more. He was like, nope. I told my story. If you want somebody else to write it, another season, they can write it. I did what I needed to do. I told what I needed to have. I'm out. No. And, I, it, and HBO was like, damn, we got to respect that. Because wow. he did do a good job, and it's not going to be the same if we get another writer. So No, I can I No, can when it dropped, that. I was not I was in the mood. I, I have my qualms with the app itself. Uh, when they had HBO Max and HBO Go. Yeah. I yeah. think I had the HBO. I'm yeah. having issues with apps. Like, whatever. But I will go and watch it because, you know, I'm trying to support. But it's good, though. But going back to my original point, and this is the, the apprehension with the vaccine, the part that they skip because emergency need, they skip that time period from... Uh, human trial, like the human trial, the, the 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 shots that people are getting now, that's the human trials. It has not gone through human trials, and the FDA I signed they did out. Human trials. No, these these shots are mm. like the human trials to make sure that it's mm. like going to be effective. Right. That's how they came up, with, or originally, because they were like, it's only one shot. If you don't remember, the, if you remember, mm -hmm. it was only one shot. Then they were like. That ain't really doing it. People still getting sick. Yeah. Two shots. No, the... I, I thought they did it, but just not long enough and not enough people. Well, here's the thing. As Both. Somebody, as somebody Both. Like, really up the nerd factor here. As somebody who is currently living with their parents, both of whom are in their 70s. Oh, yeah, no. For the argument's sake... I mean, at least you're not in the basement. I was going to say, at the very least, <laughs> you're not, like, cutting this in the basement. Ain't nothing wrong with that. If I could save the money. Hey, save them coins. I mean, you trying to get, you know, on that part of that Audi gang. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to do what you got to do. Audi gang gang. No, gang, 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 gang. <laughs> no, like, we're not recording this in my basement, like, right next to my giant blind guardian poster. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Getting some nerd metal on here. We'll go into that in a moment. 
I had to I had to instruct these two about what nerd metal is, but we'll get there in a moment. Uh, no, my mom got both shots, and the first one she was fine, mm -hmm. and the second one I was like kind of terrified. I'm not gonna lie, because she was like up and sequestered in her room, like. She had symptoms. She didn't have symptoms, but she like. Re if either of y'all have seen the Dewey Cox story. I did not watch uh, the Dewey Cox story. I mean, first of all, uh, John C. Riley. John C. Riley is it? Yeah. yeah. The man is a national treasure. Just the whole thing where he's going through rehab and he's like, I'm hot! I'm cold! <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's tragic because that's what people go through, but that's it's John true. C. Riley, so it's hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's. We need more blankets and less blankets. Like, that's what kind of was going on there. Like, oh, she was wow. up, she was down, like. It's a hell of a thing. Like, Kylie's upstairs right now. She's got her first shot. And after the first one, she could barely lift her arm. Yeah. Like, mm. I've had a tetanus shot where flu it was symptoms like, and yeah. it, it literally knocks people on their asses. When we uh, went with a nerd podcast, like, I didn't expect us to be talking about vaccines. I mean, it's just, this, this, it's just what happened. It's just what happened. It's the way of the Not world. Not to man. mention all the, the shows that kind of correlate to what we're going through right now. Well, you see, that's the There's thing. There's a number like, of movies and shows. Contagion. Like, again. I watched not... Contagion when it first came out, and I was like, damn, this shit about to happen. <laughs> sure, and, no, like, and sure enough, <laughs> Matt Damon's ass. <laughs> Brought it to fewer issues. <laughs> yeah. That was a good ass movie though. No, we had like Contagion. We had we had like so many quarantine. Movies. Yeah, yes. so many movies All in the nineties that were All like them. about something like this. Yeah. Ironically enough, YouTube suggested a video of this. Um, I think she was some type of scientist, and she was analyzing each of like the. Like the movies or whatever. These are the movies that had some type of contagion effect or whatever. And she would say how likely it is to happen. And she was like, well, no, because this type of virus can't really create these issues. And I was like, okay, that's comforting, but it's not. <laughs> the problem is humans get in their own minds so yeah. much. They start reacting. Even when they don't have to. It's so and they end up making that shit worse. I don't even have to say nothing. Yep. There was yep. a reality Sorry. show. No, we're fine. There was a reality show a couple of years back. And it wasn't even really like a reality show. It was more like in the vein of Survivor or whatever. Where the whole thing like they made these people do was, you know, a deadly virus ravaged the world. Oh. And we had to kind of like. What show is this? I don't remember the name of it. Off the top of my head. Was it, it was, a UK show? No, it was ours. Damn, really? Of course. No, it was ours. Where was I? Yeah, I don't... <laughs> it lasted a season. Like, I don't blame was it. Was it Fox? Ah, dude, it was a while ago. This it was probably like, was. You know, Fox shows yeah, something. But you know what? That's, that's pro it was probably the in the... Stairs in Firefly. <laughs> it was... Ooh. Hi, we're a nerd ooh. podcast. If you didn't expect us to make an angry Firefly reference in the first show, <laughs> get out. Fox shows, with a few exceptions, 
Fox shows don't be making it. No. And then they get nah. made fun of in other shows. Yeah. Because The Simpsons is going to make fun of you. Yeah. The Simpsons uh, gonna Family Guy is going to make fun of you. Yeah. Well, Futurama is going to make fun of you. Oh, well, no, they're not even the, doing Futurama episodes. The, but it's so oh, much. Man. It's so much like. Why you going to hurt me like that? You got to watch Futurama a couple times because they take shots. Like, you don't even realize they taking shots. I will have to rewatch. I was way too young to watch that when it dropped. But yeah. My favorite, my favorite Futurama shot was something to the effect of like Professor Farnsworth is talking about one of his machines and about how it only talks in like a two thousand year old dead language, and then he punches it and it goes bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's hateful. <laughs> but he's yeah. not wrong. But that that's that show sounds like it was in like the golden era or pre-golden era of reality tv yeah. well like, here's the thing like the virus that ravaged the world wasn't ebola or matabo or anything zika of yeah west nile it was mm-hmm. a strain of influenza mm-hmm. but see here's the thing though and this is and this is and, and this is going to be like the last little the last little on the coronavirus because we got to for real get into being some nerds and the whole pandemic situation. My thing is, if people, if you want to get the virus, or the virus, don't get the virus, <laughs> but if you want to get the... Uh, Go out, lick doorknobs. <laughs> if you don't want to get the vaccine, by all means, your prerogative. Go ahead, more power to you. My only concern is the dumbass reactionary um, practices or guidelines or rules that the government is going to try and come up with to keep the public safe. I did not go on take a you know a birthday trip this year mm-hmm. because of you know the whole plague and you're shit. Responsible because I'm being responsible. But I've seen articles and read and where it's like they're trying to make it to where you have to have a. Uh, a vaccine passport that basically says that you have your vaccine and that you don't have the virus this that and the other to let you travel Mm -hmm. well if i have been doing my quarantining correctly and i have and didn't go get the vaccine because i haven't had a need for it then why should i not be allowed to travel see i don't know that's gonna be hard to get around because when you go to certain countries, you do have to have X vaccine or whatever. Right. Brazil, if you go to Africa. And you got to Africa. be up on your shots and your boosters and, and like, your boosters boosters. And extra vaccine. Yeah. But I don't, I really don't know how this going to play out. But my thing is, you can still go to those places. Yeah, you got to get the shot, but you can still go to those places. Like Force just said, it's basically just a, a slap you in your face strain of the flu, right? W it down. Now, COVID is basically like. Hang on. But let me let, let, let me let me let me ask you this. It's a flu. It's absolutely a flu. Oh <laughs> it's much like a cold. It'll be gone before you know it. Have you? When's the last time you got a flu shot? Right. When the last time you got one? First of all, I'm a mutant. I right. I never got a flu shot. You remember when he who shall not be named who sat behind us came to the office and was like sick for three days before yep. he finally took a day off to get over it? Yup. Like, again, I'm sitting, like, this is before you moved next to me. Yeah. Like, he was sick as a dog, 
the desk next to him was empty, and he kept like turning around and asking, barking and asking questions. Yeah, like breathing in my face. I'm fine, but I'm a mutant. Like, my point is, I have not. For all intents and purposes, none of us have had flu shot. None of us regularly go get a flu shot. I had it a long time. So we absolutely recommend vaccines and doses and things like this. And we're but but we're good though. If I catch the flu right now, God forbid, if I catch the flu right now, I'm not about to run out and go get a shot and vaccine drugged up. I'm going to eat my chicken noodle soup. I'm going to get in my blankets. I'm going to take my hot showers and my cold showers and whatever. And a week and a half, two weeks later, that shit is gone. Right? Hopefully. Right. Hopefully. Hopefully. But you know you screwed up when you're like taking a shower and you're like you know turning I mean. the knob every like three seconds <laughs> to go from steaming hot to, to boil. Cold. Yeah. B- boil, sub zero. <laughs> boil, sub zero. <laughs> In Norway, right after the sauna jumping into a snow pile and Tahiti. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take that sub zero. Yes. Yeah, we gonna slide right into Mortal we gonna we gonna slide right into to this Mortal Kombat though. Oh, first God. things first, there's a Jack's Dance challenge. Swear to God on Instagram. Can I talk about how wonderfully '90s the trailer for this was? Jack's I really want to. Yes, dance challenge. So I can't remember which one, but in the game, you know, he does the uh, donkey. Is Kong it boy. is his friendship? No, nah, he just be sitting no, there doing just, donkey. Oh, is it just a victory pose? His victory pose. Yeah. Oh, when he does the donkey pose. I'll remember that. One of the games he does that. Someone um on Instagram, someone I follow on Instagram, I forget his name, but he made a whole theatrical thing. Gets out the bed, everybody just started doing just donkey Kong it. <laughs> That's what I. It's the Jack's Dance Challenge, but you know I gotta I'm look this donkey up. Donkey Kong, because you know Donkey Kong no. was sitting there. <laughs> no, look but it up. But it's hilarious. Look it this up. is but new from like two days ago. Even but... like the trailer for this was like so deliciously 90s. It was so, and it was so nasty. Oh, it's God, not the yes. Get Fit Jacks challenge, is it? No, no, no. it's no. Jacks okay. Dance Challenge. And you're just going to be seeing people do a donkey hook. Like, <laughs> this, much like. The sequel for The Incredibles, it's like, this is what our generation is taking our kids to the movie and being like, this isn't about you. Right. This is about us. Because that trailer was just so, like... It's it's Sub-Zero. First of all, what was that? Stabbing him with his own blood icicle. What was was that thing I put in the group chat about how, like, the first EDM album to get, like... Because that that original Mortal Kombat soundtrack was a... Banger. You brush your teeth to that shit. (laughs) Like I said, if you went to Catholic school, you know the CYO, the Catholic Youth Organization, cheerleading competition. At least three teams. Straight up test your might. Like, you gotta do it. Come on with it. Heel toe. Test your might. Swear to God. At least three teams had that. It is, it's the epitome. I'm my only hope, and I, I've said this to my co-hosts in private. I'm saying no. it to the world. My only hope is that Sub Zero actually does beat the fuck out of Scorpion for once. I hope so. Now, here's, here's the trailer thing. said otherwise. The, no, no, the trailer, the, the trailer no. did say Sub Zero was getting his ass beat. <laughs> 
No. All right, Sub Zero with that said Scorpion was getting his ass beat. No, hang on. I'm going to get mad about this because this is something that got lost in the lore. I'm 100% going to be mad about this because if you like truly. I know the lore. I know the lore. I know you do, but also you know. I watched a whole like 30 minute video about it. Okay, so you. We are. Hang on. Okay. We are initiated, aren't we? I sent the link for the Jacks dance. Please, yes, I gotta see this Jacks dance. No, but like my whole point is like for people who like truly know the lore of Mortal Kombat, Sub Zero is the bad guy. No, Sub Zero is the framed bad guy. Okay, yes, the Lin Kuei are the bad people. Scorpion is the one who came back from the dead, ready to go on to avenge his family. (laughs) Right. Like, yeah, I get it. It's hard to sell, like, the dude who is, like, a skull burning, except for the fact that I'm a Marvel fan, and, like, yeah, we root for the dude with a burning skull. (laughs) Are you watching it? Dog. (laughs) (laughs) It's Splack. Splack is the one who did it. Splack is a fucking fool. A whole fucking choreographed, it's in a whole, I think it's a medical facility? Yeah. Like, I'm but gonna, it does look like the Donkey Kong dance, too. I mean, whatever, but... That had to be, like, from Mortal Kombat 10. Yeah, I can't remember which one, but, like, when they showed the little clip at the end. Yeah. But my man's with the dress is going hard. He was going in. Hey, for the culture, though. With the head, though. No, I'm Gotta do it for the culture. Though. They ain't waste no time in the trailer. Smash his arms Smash off. Smash his ain't arms no off. I want to point this out those. because we got the Jax challenge and the dude comes out of a cell and everything. Like, I'm still I'm still really curious about this. Like, I, don't, I don't mean to segue us like this hardcore, but I want to point this out. So we're watching the Jax challenge and the dude comes out of what looks like a prison cell. Yeah. Here's my thing that I always wondered about, like, I never dug enough into it. But a while ago, like a few years back, there was a mock trailer. Duh. Wait, wait. I want to make sure we're all on the same page here, so just wait. But I know dude's name. Isaiah Mustafa, the Old Spice dude, that's his name. Yeah. Apologies if I mispronounced that. But Isaiah Mustafa did a fake trailer for Luke Cage. Okay. And we never got to see anything beyond that. And I'm only bringing that up because in between, like, walking out of a prison cell with a wife beater and then doing the Jax pose, because that's kind of universal with Luke Cage. Obviously, we got a Luke Cage show that was, like, bomb as hell, awesome soundtrack, great acting. Also, a phenomenal casting of Luke Cage. I would have been cool with Isaiah, though. Like, ridic- ridiculously yes. eloquent, jacked as all hell. Like, yeah. he made a great Luke Cage. Absolutely. I never figured out, like, did he pay for that, like, out of pocket? So, because that goes back to, there was a, I think it was like 25 minutes or 30 minutes fan film uh, for Power Rangers. That's right. It was called, I think it was on YouTube, it was like Powers forward slash Rangers, but it was like the dark and gritty, uh, dark and gritty reboot or whatever. I think it's dependent upon, and I don't know because I'm not a copyright lawyer, but depending upon what material you use and how you use it and how like you explain it, you can kind of get away with 
like that kind of yeah your like own content like your, or your own, own version or yeah. fan fiction or whatever it's okay so if i like broke out the guitar right now and did my own version of creep like yeah it's a radiohead song and everything but that's like legally allowed yeah. because you could do a cover i yeah it's you a, could yeah. do a cover but if you're you not cannot, using the you own... can't claim it as your own. No, I can't right. claim it as my... This is actually... I'm glad I said creep, actually, because now I remember. A couple years back, and God rest him, Prince did a cover of Creep at Coachella. Right. And if y'all know how, like, ludicrously litigious Prince got about his material, like, yeah. you could not find Prince on YouTube, like... Yeah, Prince was. He had his you stuff buy it or you don't have it. Yeah, right. He had his stuff on lock. However, when he did creep at Coachella, and like obviously everybody like in the crowd was like, mm-hmm, yeah, phone, yeah. yeah, recording the ass out of him, like his cover of Creep went up because it was amazing that he did it, and he like, as soon as it hit YouTube, he like tried to take it down. But he could not, because he did not own the rights to that song. Right. right. Tom York of Radiohead was like, no, leave, leave it. it up. <laughs> leave it. <laughs> leave it. This, this is great. I like this. I appreciate this. Like, the world should see this. This is awesome. He had final say in the matter, so it stayed on YouTube. Yeah. Also, Prince's version is, like, amazing, because it's from the flip perspective. Ah, gotcha. Mm. Gotcha. Like, it's no longer about, like... The dude being the creep, it's about the chick the being chick the creep. The chick being the creep, right. Because it's the Prince right. version of the song, because of course it is. <laughs> but, uh, traveling back to the original point that I made, um, and that you were jumping in on, yeah, um, they gotta have Sub-Zero beat Scorpion's ass. Um, <sighs> re- reason I, be- I, would, re- re- I wouldn't be mad at that, but will they actually do it? The reason that they have to do it is because Scorpion has always been like a fan favorite. Not to say that Sub-Zero is any less badass. Yeah, I agree, because I love Sub-Zero. I also love Smoke, who slept on. Rain, Ermac, all the ninjas are dope. Except the ninjas that were cyborgs and then got turned. That was a Like Cyrax. Smoke, smoke, smoke can be okay because smoke. Can be okay, but no, all about that noob cybot. Noob, noob cybot. I do like noob cybot. Noob cybot. Ermac was originally a ninja, and then they turned him into his own thing. That's not the less said about like the cyborg characters, the better. Yeah. First of all, that was playing the game on easy mode. At me, I dare you. Because it was. Like, as soon as you have a character who can, like, f- launch 50 bombs out of their chest, like, I've only you're played, on easy I've mode. only played on easy mode. <laughs> she only plays everything on easy mode. <laughs> hey, yo, she laughed out little hands. I can't push all the buttons. Yo, you remember when Randy Pitchford got in trouble for referring to one of the Borderlands characters as girlfriend mode? There you go. Oh. Listen, I button mash. There's no logic. I go with it, But you know what, though? It's yeah. some games where it's like it, it, button mashing is acceptable for casual play. Now, if you button mashing in, you know, the fight game situation, Mortal Kombat, Tekken, Street Fighter, Soul Calibur, 
Okay, cool. But if you like, you know... Not like one of those... RPG situation. No, but here's, here's uh, my thing. Like, if it's like a you have time to actually react to mm-hmm. the situation and travel throughout right. the world, you shouldn't be butt mash. No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Fight games, oh, all day long because I'm not going to remember a combination upside X zero. That's down, some of the. Down. That's one of the th- good. I'll say the good kind of sort of things about Tekken Seven though was because they knew, wanted to get more casual mm-hmm. players into it. They made pulling off like ten hit combos a two button combination. I'm I'm like really glad you actually brought this up because actually currently right now upstairs I have been watching something beautiful happen over the past like month because I introduced uh, Kylie to Skyrim. Mm-hmm. And this this is a girl who's like into high fantasy, like hardcore. She like really appreciates it. She actually got me reading a book, uh, which I should bring up on the show at some point. I want to read a little bit more of it before I do. But good high fantasy, like okay, proper mm-hmm. high fantasy stuff, magic monsters, all that good jazz. I got her into this as an exchange. Okay. So it was really cool watching her go from like level one encountering anything and being like. Bah! To now she's like level 33 and has Dragon Rend, which yeah, is like, yeah. by the way, happy 10 year anniversary to Skyrim. A wonderful game franchise. It doesn't feel like 10 years because Bethesda released it eight times. <laughs> <laughs> but happy birthday unto thee. But we, we do need to discuss that with video game culture and why they feel the need to remake and re-release games so many times. Yeah, we're going to get there as old folk who remember like the first release going, this is fine! Leave it at this. <laughs> like, it's, it's okay to come up. Like, one of the games that comes into mind for comparison, say, Mario Kart. We all played the OG Mario Kart. Absolutely. I mean, some of the people who might be listening to this didn't. Like, I want you to feel old I for mean, a minute with I me. mean, if you, but we're going to get to them in a second, though. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you played the OG Mario Kart and you played the new Mario Kart, you're like, okay, I still know what I'm doing. You still know that the green shells are straight line boys. You still know that the red shells are heat seekers. You still know that anybody who uses the blue turtle shell is, is, is not bitch. your friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your friend. It's a person out is, of your house. Is a straight up bitch. And not your friend. <laughs> At all. Out of your house. The so, moment you see somebody like release the blue shell and not wait to pick up somebody something else, no, that person is not fair. No, that person at all. Will absolutely. Snatch that controller. Yeah, that person will absolutely <laughs> sleep you, with your partner. You don't get no pizza rolls. I'm, I'm talking about this hot shit, but I know for a fact I probably um have done the blue shells. Not even. First of all, you're a monster. Second of all, <laughs> not even pizza rolls. Pizza bagels. Is it bagel bites? Yeah, dude. You, 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 you. Nah, I'm straight on bagel. You gonna talk to when you were when you were anywhere between the ages of ten to fourteen? You and I'm, 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 I'm about to tell you why I don't really fuck with bagel bites like that. I had some. I ate through them because I don't like to waste food. This is not a food show. But I'm about to tell you real quick why I'm I don't like this bagel in five bites. Five minutes. <laughs> and it's not even gonna take that long. I don't like bagel bites because the sauce it just tastes like ketchup. Ugh, you right. And then they give you the small, like how the quality control with how they're made is like you get the little bagel and then they just go, they just go, (laughs) 
with some sauce. How much that job pays? Like for real? No, like for real. Go, go, go! Buy you a pack. Hit your freezer out. Go buy a pack of bagel bites right now. You pull them out and just look at them. None of them gonna look the same because they just. Squirt the sauce on there. Somebody sure. just come by with the little cheese on a fan. No. Go. Hold up, hold up. Real throw quick. the cheese into a fan and let it blow over. I and mean, then take them trifling ass little pepperoni cubes. And then somebody just go. Ah, hold up. Sprinkle. Do a figure skating. No, move. I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you with this. I'm over the age of 25. I'm like in a happy relationship where we both can cook. I have no reason to ever buy bagel bites ever again. Look, as as a social I, I experiment. The bagel joint on Woodward, though. No, no, like there's a huge difference between okay, like. Okay, as long as we not, you know, bumping. No, we are the like pizza, the pizza bagel. Getting a, like a legit, legit bagel. Yeah, yeah. Like, with like actual joint. pepperoni and yes, actual mozzarella. I get the cheese on. I put the Italian. I'm on that. On I'm on that. One hundred percent, like an actual pizza. Like no, okay. that's I'm on cool. That. Like okay. going to Kroger, getting a package of bagel bites. We're available for sponsorship. No, we're not. Not from you. <laughs> now, when I just dog their quality control like that. Hey, they're just happy to hear their names mentioned. <laughs> but the Tostitos pizza rolls, I fuck with them heavy. No, I fuck with those I all day. Matter of fact, I fuck with the Annie's version. I ain't gonna hold y'all to little organic boys. I haven't had those yet, though. No, like, I did, because I'm boozy. That's how you know you grown, when you start like, I eat organic pizza like, No, like, low-key, <laughs> low-key. Like, low low and I'm not actually... I'm gonna have a little bit of a culture clash, because as we've talked about, we're gonna bring this up in a moment now. Food, in general. I don't know how much of a culture clash this would be. Y'all have any like frame of reference for pasties? Yes, I've had like one, one or two. My friend's mom makes them. What did you think of them? Um, it needs some sauce. It absolutely needs some sauce, and that's what brings me to my next point. But Richard, pasties? I've never had a pasty. You never had a pasty? I don't like, think no so. desire. Like you know, what I saw them on American Gods, but I never actually <laughs> eat one. I haven't gotten that far into the show yet. Like, yeah, that's that's some late season. No, that's some season three shit. See, I, I love that you're using my own terms <laughs> against me. But anyway, no, like, I kind of want to do a pizza pasty. That would be good because it has sauce. Yeah, I mean, like you it, could argue with me that it's a calzone, and I would totally like give you credit. No, because like a cal a calzone right is 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 it's, it's, a, it's, it's folded. It's a turnover, right? But calzones have sauce. Yeah, and I hate to be like this. We like sauce. We do. Uh, yes, we like sauce. I mean, I, you are not alone. There's in this. no like broth. There's no like cream. It's nothing like. So that. it's just, it's just like, like bread stuff like with meat, vegetables, vegetables and meat, potatoes, and some bread. But it ain't like. What's the word? I don't want to use moist. <laughs> like when you when you consider. Oh, I, I, I hate that word. When you I hate that word. This was something for like. <laughs> I was trying not to use the N word. This was something for like miners to like heat up on their toolkit with a candle. Yeah, like this is not yes. gonna be fine cuisine. This is like. It's dry though. Cause tradition. I mean, that's how they're supposed to be. I mean, but it's the same thing with, like, the, like I said, uh, Jamaican patties. They don't have sauce. Yeah, but the What they count on is the moisture, the fat from the meat. Yeah. Agreed. But, but that the pasty ain't care. got that. No, it doesn't. Like, I don't care what you put in it. But here's the thing. All right, like, that's For those point. of you joining us for the first time on our first episode, we do have a zero episode, which will be available for some of our more faithful subscribers and everything um 
we're going to talk about food. Like, and some of you might say that it has no place in a nerdy thing, and I'm going to argue the hell out of that because... I bet you be eating when you watching them nasty-ass hentai, so... Whoa! Hey. I mean, am I wrong? I mean, I mean, I mean they, if, if they making macaroni noises on screen, you know what I'm saying? I gotta, I gotta get my macaroni noises popping in my bowl. Sometimes you want, sometimes you want like pocky and tentacle, but that's <laughs> my whole thing is like why I've never tried to get any of us back on topic when we go into food is because I will 100% admit, east to west there is a fine tradition of the banquet. In nerd culture. Now, whether or not you're looking at that as J.R.R. Tolkien with breakfast, second breakfast, elevensies, dinner, supper, so on and so forth, or even if you go to the East, even if you go to Japan, because straight up, I want to, like, eat ramen made by Hayao Miyazaki. Like, all the all the Hayao Miyazaki's food in all his movies, they should look delectable. It's namely the ramen, but every other food looks really good too. Glossy. Look at his breakfasts. No, like his breakfasts. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. Embarrass my damn self. Like, come on. Oh, we got that on recording. Completely. Just so y'all, I am not uh, uh, verbally. <laughs> you just need to accept it. Keep it pushing. I'm just, I'm just saying. I did just, I did just say breakfasts though. Like that shit is a Ooh, legitimate like word, old, man. I want some breakfasts. Look at Hayao Miyazaki's breakfast, <laughs> especially like in Howl's Moving Castle. Uh, I think it was Howl. <laughs> who was putting together a breakfast, mm-hmm. he was, like, really excited. And the little flame, yes, uh, who was, like, the 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 engine in the house, I think his name was Calcifer. I think that's what it was. He was just a little flame. How whipped out the cast iron skillet boy mm-hmm. was, like, pa-pa, that thick-cut bacon in there. <laughs> One hand cracked with the eggs, like, the sunny side up. Sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. The sizzle. Let's appreciate the sound. The sizzle. Sound <laughs> As somebody who has spent a large portion of their life in front of a microphone, no, sound design is a motherfucker. Like, getting that sizzle sound, yeah. like that, you are but, 100% but holding a skillet. Especially when it's not the same sizzle sound. So, mm-hmm. like, when they slap a meat in the skillet, it's that I one sizzle. Right. But then if they, like, put fish in there, it's that slight yep. difference. And you know eggs don't even shimmer and shine like that in real life. Man. It just make it look better. Oh, get the little bubbles out. coming out yeah. the egg, man. As, <laughs> again, as, somebody who, as somebody who has, like, done sound design and done their fair share of voice work, you don't know what it's like to, like, you get a call from your talent agent. They're like, they liked your read. Go here. And then you wake up, like, one Tuesday morning, you drive, like, half an hour over to, like, one of those, like, not quite rural, but kind of rural areas where you got, like, all the industrial, not not even industrial, like, commercial buildings, like, all inside. So it's, like, 9 o'clock in the morning on Tuesday, you check into one of these places, 
and you meet the sound tech, you meet everybody else, and then they like usher you into a small room with the eggshell crates on the side, and there's the microphone, and then there's a bucket of water and a package of condoms, and all of a sudden you're like, the fuck did I sign up for? <laughs> what? No, no, this is like legitimately a thing. Like, I mean, I know they be using random stuff, but like, no, I'm... like here's this is a cool thing. Like, if you want to get like some muted sound effects, one thing you do is. You roll a rubber over this. Strap up the mic. Yeah, you strap up the mic, dip it into the water, and then, like, tap the bucket that it's in. Yeah, that's water. how you get your muted or your underwater noises. or Yeah. yeah. I'm really not mature enough for this conversation. <laughs> right. But when you're 19 doing, like, your third voiceover job and you get that, you're I like... I mean, yeah, you're getting paid for it, but... How far right you now... want to get this microphone in me? Because <laughs> this is $600. Like, I'll do it, but I'm not going to be happy about it. Me right now in my 30s can't. Hey, hey, like you're gonna have to get used to it because you're gonna see me like put a rubber over this at one point. Be For like the record, a... I gestured to the microphone. <laughs> the yes, s- the sound recording let's, microphone. Yes, let's make that clear because <laughs> <laughs> let's let's be clear about yo, that. Yo, yo, like, <coughs> hi, this is Michael Force here. There's a very big difference between mm. a mic check and a mic check. <laughs> Because his name's Mike. Exactly. Now, moving on That's with food. <laughs> I have my moments. I'm sorry. No, I have my moments. That's funny. Moving on with the nerd food thing. I'm going to pass this around again <laughs> because this is technically episode 1.5 at this point. So what we're looking at, what's being passed around, we've got the Elder Scrolls uh, official cookbook. It includes... Recipes from Skyrim, Morrowind, and across Tamriel. And again, happy 10-year anniversary to Skyrim, which is going to go down in history as one of the greatest. What in the suburban hell is a cabbage biscuit? Okay, no, I like. I brought this up. I brought this up, and you were all in favor of it. Like I mean, I'm, 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 I'm on that. I didn't see a picture of it, because I didn't see the picture of it before. That picture looks good as fuck. Where the cabbage at? Oh, it's on Instagram? It's in the bread. It's, it, oh, so you break it open and it's... Yeah, yeah. You get like you little, put butter on the biscuit? I don't know Absolutely, about that. Absolutely, you put butter on the biscuit. What kind of biscuit but this, 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 this garlic bread, though. I mean, oh, the garlic bread looks right. I was just trying to get clarification. No, like, I'm, I'm sorry, but like, and I know like we already discussed like the usage of this word, but like everything that is bread based in that, I'm, I'm a little Ooh. moist. Venison. Oh, yeah, no, this... Venison is, like, low-key good, though. I'm gonna let the other... High-key. High-key. Venison is, is like, actually legit. You don't get to invoke Midwesterner and then speak ill of venison. I didn't speak ill, I said I won't partake. Venison, like... Venison is one of those things where you do 100% have to treat it like pork. Low and slow... I don't know nothing about that. I I worked with the guy who was, you know, a hunter or whatever. So he would go out during hunting season, of course, bag him a couple deer. Rabbit season. And he legit <laughs> made uh, his own venison sausage. Duck season. That sausage was good as hell. Rabbit <clears throat> season. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'll stop. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was really good. So venison is not bad. Makes a good burger. It does. Uh, no venison, like actually, bison makes a better burger though. That's. Wild. I heard bison. Is bison really burgers good. are. It's really lean. Mm. 
which can kind of be a bad thing depending on how you cook. But no, once you like ground it up for a burger, if like, you start hitting it with that mm-hmm. butter base though, that I like dude, that, no, that like, scoop and pour straight mm-hmm. up one of the mm-hmm. best. Yeah. One of the best burgers I ever had was a hangover burger, which is regular ass cheeseburger with a fried egg on it, but made with bison. Like, yeah, that by bison burgers go. I don't normally say this, but that shit slapped. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell I don't normally say it because not only did both of them laugh, but it just sounded awkward as hell for me to say it. So since we are we brought up Mortal Kombat, we might as well talk mm. about some other movies that we got on the way. Hold um, up, no, because no, I, I really do appreciate your take on this because we did it. In, I'm yeah. sorry. So As she flips through the cookbook, like, oh, oh, she's gone. I'm gonna have to dabble in some of it. You got the little pad of butter on here. <laughs> I'm gonna get real nerdy with this. <clears throat> Sansa Roy's Mormon elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, mad respect to Khajiit and furries. It's not not furry. furry. I'm sorry, like, not a furry. I don't. Uh, I've softened my view towards furries, like... This conversation took a turn. Yeah, I know it did. It did. Like, <laughs> like it after, having, after having, like, actually, like, met a few, like, actual furries... Rule 34. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just gonna end it there. And we're just gonna end it there. No, that's fair. <laughs> and, and we just end it that's there. That's fair. That's fair. But, uh... <laughs> He's down. <laughs> No, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to really so. back in. I'm trying to because I just. Furries. All I'm gonna say is like after like I I do want to give credit because like, you know, unfortunately, or fortunately depending on who you are, that lands in our brethren circle. Yeah, because there is a lot of overlap with what we do in that culture. So. It would it would it it falls under cosplay, of course. It does. It's and, a, it's a very specific niche of cosplay though it is anthropomorphic wolves and whatnot and because of the internet rule 34 um it has been taken places that that are not wholesome <laughs> so well, that's, that's actually my thing like I, having had like i've softened my view on furries because i've gotten to like actually speak to a couple like real ones and everything and I've come to discover, like, the amount of money that these people I mean, have yeah. raised for charity. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the amount of good they've done. And that it's not... Yeah, like, the it's internet's not, made fun of it. Not, it's not always a sexual component. It's not uh, My Little Pony OnlyFans. <laughs> like, you know, we'll talk shit about neckbeards all day. And, like, what you did to, like... Whoa. I, I, Whoa. I, I, wow. <laughs> Moving on. Jesus, I'm really Say trying to make what? it through this conversation right now. Moving on. Moving on to additional movies. Um, oh, help me. So we got about uh, just a little over uh, Actually, real quick, two weeks. We talked about Mortal Kombat and everything. Yeah. Either of you watch uh, the Coming to America sequel. I did watch Coming to America. How did you feel about it? Cause I'm like, I'm did you you watched it? I, I, I okay. love that movie. Okay, dude, no, like the amount of love I have for like early Eddie Murphy movies, Coming to America, Trading Places, Beverly Hills Cop, like Golden Child or oh, Golden Child yeah. all day, baby. Yeah. 
like Eddie Murphy and Charles Dance, like that's something we can like truly have fans appreciate now. Like for those of you who are like Gen Xers, imagine Norbit talking to Tywin Lannister. Because that's what you get. Heard the word no, Norbit. My team at work, well, my former team at work, they used to be just like Norbit. Was they just go to, like how people be like the office, the office, the office? They were Norbit, like really? man, like just yes. all over Norbit. As, as the most, I'm sorry, like real quick. Right. As the most Caucasian person at this table, I still don't the get the Caucasian. Hi, I'm the affirmative action hire in this case. Yeah. Now, for the record, y'all heard them laugh, so that was okay for me to say. But I still don't get the big deal about the office. Like, I never, I've actually never watched an episode I've, of of either UK or US version. First of all, I like. This is my whiteness points decreasing. Um, I appreciate Ricky Gervais as a writer. His stand-up and even The Office, like, drove me crazy, man. Like, I didn't dig it. Like, Extras was cool just because Extras was, like, <laughs> my favorite thing on the face of the earth is uh, Sir Ian McKillen on Extras when he's like, how do I act so <laughs> and obviously like he's taking the piss and it's like not him having that much of an ego it's 100% like a show it's for laughs like Ian McKillen is definitely on my list of people I want to get hammered with before they die I'm sorry Sir Ian but I am 31 you are an twice that an ageless wonder <laughs> um, but no, I did. I did to answer your question. I did watch Coming to America two or Coming to it's the number two America, whatever. It was lukewarm. I was lukewarm. Yeah, man. I'm I've been sorry. reading it as a remix. I haven't watched it yet, and I was like, ah, don't know. I have like this has been a thing for a while now. Of like, hey. We haven't heard from this, and in, like, sleazy Hollywood talk, you had one movie back in the day in the 80s, so they say, like, we haven't heard from this franchise in a while. No, it was a standalone movie. Yeah, it was a standalone. The thing that, I guess, makes it uh, such such a lukewarm movie is, in fact, because it was a standalone movie, and then Mm -hmm. they decided to make a sequel it wouldn't have been a bad thing if they would have made the sequel five, ten, more than five. Hang on, like seven, something, thirteen. You might want to say like fifteen. Fifteen years later, possibly twenty. Like, no. but we're at what thirty almost? Yes, probably yeah. closer to forty. No, you, it came out at eighty-six or eighty-seven. Yeah, because somewhere around there. Yeah. Like, it, it's cool for us millennials who, like, grew up as, like, kids watching this with our parents and everything. But, and again, mad respect for, like, 67% of Eddie Murphy's career. 88. It came out in 88. Oh, 32 years ago. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean... So, to, to wait 30-plus years to do a sequel. Like I said, closer to 40. Price is right rules, man. 
<laughs> and I know, and I know it wasn't, you know, like the studio because I don't think it was made by the studio. It was, you know. No, also, it's kind of like you got, I think if they came out with a sequel closer, it would have been fine. I think we still would have support. we would have supported it more. I'm, I'm going to support it because A, it's really nice to know Arsenio Hall is still alive. Yeah. It's nice to know any of our greats are still alive at this point. Look, look, first of all, like, you have no idea how much I will weep. James Earl Jones. You don't want to know how much I'm going to weep when that day comes. Because the original queen ain't even with us no more. Right. Let's not. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a conversation with my dad about this earlier. That did, that did, that did, did kind of sting a little bit. Someone yeah. pointed out, no, like, oh, she's not in it. I'm like, but she's been gone for so long. There, so there's, long. I'm going to tell you now, just to prepare you for when you watch it, there's a scene in this commentary. It's it's hard to watch. Oh, I'm, not gonna, talking about I'm not gonna say why. I'm just gonna say it's it's kinda hard to watch. All I'm things considered. You no, you will. You might get a little misty. You, you might get that. you might get a little misty. I, no no a little misty. I cried because I know what you're talking about. I cried because when that day comes, as somebody who grew up in a voiceover house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the voice. Like, you do not disrespect the only voice that was held to higher exclaim than that in this house that you are in right now. That's Simba's mama. That's Simba's mama. Was Don LaFontaine, and we lost him quite a few years back. And if. Well, no, do you, do you know who Don LaFontaine is? Mm. No, I'll tell you who Don LaFontaine is, because y'all are going to remember this real fast. <clears throat> In a world. Yeah, the movie voiceover yeah. guy. I yeah. know who he was. I, I know you did. Like You're just as bad as I am. But well, we lost him a few years back. Yeah. He was a, he was a goddamn treasure. The only other voice held you that much high regard for the amount of work you could do is James. And James... There's is actually somebody... And now, he might not have as a <clears throat> prolific career as James... There actually is one other person. Peter Cullen. Ooh. The voice of Optimus Prime. No, I know what you mean. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on now. <laughs> you know, you know. One of. One of. No, 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 no. Just how like we say Kevin Conroy is the voice. Of Batman, the voice of Bruce Wayne. Later for all of those others. Mark Hamlin is the voice of the Joker. The only reason Troy Baker gets the role as Joker is because he's doing a Mark Hamill impression. Yes, I understand. Just how even um, from my anime people uh, who 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 fuck with the Dragon Ball Z dub. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Chris the Bat is the voice of Vegeta. How uh, that other dude? Um, come on, why do I blank on his name all the time? I think I know who you're talking about, so I'm just gonna say Steve. Chris, Bloom. no, Chris Schimmel is the voice of Goku. Steve Bloom. Steve Bloom is the voice of Spy. Like the stuff you don't mess with. So Peter Cullen is the voice of Optimus Prime, but he's also done other voices that are like 
some of our in the original G.I. Joe cartoon. Wait, hang on, real quick. I just need to check something because yeah, my my life got shrug. Why why is John Cho showing up in the IMDb page of Cowboy Bebop as somebody who might not follow that religiously? Um, because they're doing a live action Netflix adaptation and John Cho is supposed to be in it. I'm John Cho. I'm not even mad at you, but also like, yep, live action. Yep. Is I'm John Cho gonna beat Spike? I think. I'm not sure. I think. Hmm. Actually, the, no. The, like, I'll allow it. I, I can, I can see John Cho. I'm not. I'm. I, I'm, I'm more curious Netflix than mad. I'm gonna trust Netflix. I'm more this. curious than mad. <laughs> his <laughs> opinion's so changing. <laughs> He's just going through a, a myriad Wave of, of No, I went through like all six stages of like grief, like in three seconds. So like, because he can do that, like detached, dejected. Yeah. He he can very much do that spike thing. Yeah. Like as somebody who's like actually seen more than Harold and Kumar of what he was in. Uh, he's, he's a very capable actor. No, a, a good example, he just, it's not like new, new, but uh, recently did a movie, uh, I can't remember what it was called, but like he was a dad and his daughter went missing. They thought she was dead, but like she had got abducted, I think it was. And he was trying to find her. Internet is right here in front of me. Just make it happen. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he was like, he was trying to find his daughter and he's like going through all like these little different clues or whatever, trying to find her. It's searching. That's what it was. Mm-mm. Came out in 2018. Um, like his daughter, I'll just read the synopsis. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Kim becomes desperate when his 16 year old daughter, Margot disappears and an immediate police investigation leads nowhere. He soon decides to search the one place that no one else has, Margot's laptop. Hoping to trace her digital footprints, David contacts her friends and looks at photos and videos for any possible clues to her whereabouts. Hmm. It was actually like an okay movie. But he's, his his character portrayal, his dad portrayal, that kind of serious, non-goofy type was actually was, was pretty legit. Um, for somebody that most people know from Harold and Kumar and et cetera, well, et cetera. with the right production and writers that, I mean, they'll be able to... Yeah, <laughs> yeah ho- hopefully. <laughs> but, my, but see, here's my problem with a lot of live action adaptations. Yes, yeah. I am looking at you, the last fucking airbender. Bruh. <laughs> My problem or the problems with a lot of live action adaptations is that they don't adapt. They don't pick up. They don't Mm -hmm. follow the entire storyline. They pick up one part. And that's the one. Or it's cast poorly. Or it's cast poorly. Um, But they don't give you, like, Cowboy Bebop is uh, how many episodes? I feel like it's one of those um, full-blown kind of 50-something episode 
Cowboy Bebop. That's true. If they're trying to fit all of that in like an hour and a half, maybe two hours, that might be... Exactly. Cowboy Bebop. Original... Oh, oh, since original run was 26 episodes. So it ran for half a year. So to try and cram all of the stuff that happened from Cowboy Bebop into... Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, they are doing a live action series and not a movie. That's oh, hard. okay. But, that might be a little but bit even but still, still, like, because, like, I like the Roni Kenshin, one of my favorite animes, but the live action adaptations was broken down, I think, into like three movies. They were just okay to me because right. they didn't really get the whole right. everything that know, happened. I highly doubt they're going to do 26 episodes, you know? Probably not even half. Well, the problem so, is, like, movie to show, like, on a movie you're dealing with, like, the presentation. and a show, you get to actually, like, jump into the storyline. Right. But if it's going, like, animated series to live action series, they're probably not going to spend the money for 26 episodes to pay. Yeah, I feel like it might end up being a mini-series like WandaVision. Yeah. Speaking That's of fair. which, though. Oh, boy. Did y'all get the chance to... I started here. How many episodes? I'm on... I just started it this morning. Okay. Um, So I'm like on episode two. It's cute. So you still black and white? Yeah. Okay. It's cute. Okay. I'm, I'm still trying to grasp the concept. Just keep it's going. Just, just keep going. Okay. Just, that's all I'm going to say is just keep going. <laughs> just keep going. It's cute, but I'm, I'm really glad they kept the uh, the same actri- actors. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the Olsen... Yeah. Sister. So, Elizabeth. how about, I just found out that's an old sister. Kill yourself. She looked just like that. How <laughs> oh, am I supposed to know? You know what the Olsen twins look like. Well, one of them, she did do some stuff to her face. I don't know which one. But, she got but the other back, one. Because the other one looked like a witch. The other and one. And I love the Olsen twins. I'm sorry, twins. I'm sorry. Are you saying we all look alike? No, but the Olsons, they look like, they look related. See, when I was. Yes, they do. I guess when I look at her, I'm not thinking like Olsen. I'm like. But it's like, like, okay, some families do have like strong genes. Like, and when I first saw her, I was like, oh, she's an Olsen. She looked just like them. Before I knew what her actual name was, I can't remember what I saw her in for the very first time. But I was like, oh, she looked just like them. The Kardashians don't look nothing alike because they all their faces fake. So we don't know what their genes are. <laughs> yes, I just hold that whole family. Ooh, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> but what I'm saying, she looked just like them. She looked See, just I guess like I them. That, but we like are that. not famous enough for them to care, and one day we will be too famous for them to care about. Yeah, basically. Again, as, a, as someone that used to love the Olsen twins, I ain't see it. Okay, they faces. They, but you, they you know, you, but you know what else? What what throw you off about her is because she got red hair. But there there that is a picture of the three of them together, and they all got blonde hair. What? Yeah. Uh, and I was like, she looked just like them. All right, no, no, I can understand that. Just look up the Olsen sisters. So out of curiosity, Richard, I really want to bring this up just because I very much value your take on this. And while we're still talking about things that are decidedly a Japanese-style media, 
Uh, did you check out the trailer for Elden Ring? I don't remember, honestly. I might have, but I'm not sure. All right, that's fair. No, because uh, if if you're not like a Dad in the Wool from Soft fan at this point, like that one totally might have like slipped you by. You said it's called what? Elden Ring. Elden Ring. E L D E N Ring. And this is one that I'm like super freaking geeked for because it's. Uh, no, I've not. I've not seen this. Alright, this is uh, Hideo Miyazaki of Dark Souls, Bloodborne, gotcha. Sekiro fame. Gotcha. And now he is hooked up with... Are you, get, are you running the trailer? No, because my volume's up, so... Right, no, but funny. I just looked at, like, the uh, thumbnails. I haven't, I haven't watched it. I appreciate what? that. Now you see they look alike? When they next see each other. I didn't see that at first. They got them cheekbones and them eyes. And the eyes. It's like you automatically know yeah, she's like an Osa sister. But she she got a little bit more. She got less artificial and more natural than she her has, sisters. She has fat in her face. Exactly. It's fine. And someone told them it's fine. It's perfectly fine. Deidre, I know you're like... like I'm, I'm curious. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. I'm Mind blown. Mind blown. I know. I know. I had to like ask you to put it up like in the group chat and everything. Like, uh, not the group chat, but just in the liner notes for our drive and everything. Did you check out the uh, trailer for Elden Ring? Okay. I'll run it right now. No, I mean I don't want to get the audio. No, no I, I got it under control. You got subtitles on and. I don't want us getting sued. No, there are two very powerful estates that could sue us for this one. Oh, speaking of games that might be, have you heard of this uh, uh, game? Uh, what is it called? One moment, please. Uh, <laughs> it's called Hellish Court. No, I don't know this one. So, Hellish Court is supposed to be a game. Oh, yes, I did see this. I did see this because I saw, I remember seeing this arm. Like, what's happening here? Uh, but Hellish Court is a game that's supposed to be debuting within the next few months um, that has the most accurate depiction of realistic swordplay. Um. Uh, the stairs in the kingdom come. Again, look up the trailer. Like, you just had me look up the trailer for Elden Ring. Look up the trailer. I'm or sorry. look up something. I'm, I'm having Deeds watch the trailer for Elden Ring. Wait, hang on. Yeah, yeah that's the guy who wrote Game of Thrones. For those of you who don't know at home, which, if you're listening to us, you probably already know. Uh, Elden Ring is being made by Hidekia Miyazaki and Georgia R.R. R. Martin. So you have the mind behind Dark Souls, Sekiro, and Bloodborne working with the mind behind Game of Thrones. It looks absolutely phenomenal. And as some of you in the know, we have one actual trailer and then one came out this week, mind you, this past week, leaked 
executive, like, don't take this as an actual trailer, this is just what we're kind of hoping for, video. This is stunning. Really. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. I'm kind of, like, I understand why you got it muted and you only got the subtitles on. The voice acting is top tier for this one. Well, hopefully it makes it out. Well, that's doesn't the... end up in development hell. The, the, you know, one thing we were talking about earlier was how trailers give everything away. Right. And they just bleed way too much into, like, the major storyline of the game. Mm-hmm. In a very bizarre twist of, like, video game news, it has been over a year, and this trailer that you're watching right now, Deeds is the only thing we have of this game in over a year. Not counting There's a lot of games game. like that, though. I, for whatever reason, that's, that's been the video game industry trend. No, um, dude, like, no. This trailer, that's it. No other screenshots, no other trailer, nothing else. That trailer, that is it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's been... Uh, uh, what is... Uh, in over a year? In over a year, you're going to tell me that there's one trailer? One teaser? That does not feature gameplay, that does not feature, like, storyline, anything else? Uh, with the exception of, we'll say, uh, fan edits and upscaling to stuff, the game uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2. That is something entirely different. Three years ago was the uh, trailer. Then it came with another trailer... It's two years old. That's it. That's it. That's no other information. First of all, that's different just because at this point, like, first of all, by the time that trailer dropped, Good and Evil had already been being spoken of as a sequel for years before that. We just but never saw it. It's kind of the same thing. It, to an extent, if you yeah. If all you get is a trailer <coughs> and then you don't get any kind of information or any kind of anything, it's, it's kind of the same thing. I, okay. I look, look how look. Come on now, CD Projekt Red, Cyberpunk. We need to talk about how they how they how they came out with one trailer and that and, and, well, and, and, and what did they years? and what did they say at the end of the trailer? It's ready when it's ready. <laughs> that's foul. <laughs> no, no, that's that's exactly what they did. And here's my thing, though. They at the very least, at the very least, and it's still not ready. Here we are. After it's released, it's <laughs> after it's released, it's still not ready. Well, the difference between that is like at least CD Projekt Red said it's ready when it's ready. Elden Ring hit us with everything you would want from a Dark Souls trailer, and then nothing. You know. I think what it is, you got super geeked about it. Like, you fanboyed the fuck out about it. Yeah. And then you were like, I want to play this. I want to play this. I'm ready for this. And then they were just like, yeah, we'll get to it when we get to it. No. And and, and (laughs) I would believe that if there was, like, another game that got released in that downtime of, like, the trailer getting announced. Because Sekiro was already out. But that's, that's... And already won Game of the Year. That's how Kingdom Hearts went. Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 came out, and then it was like, okay, the anticipation for Kingdom Hearts 3, but then it was 
three five day three five eight days over two. This uh whatever dream drop. It was so many other spinoff, non main storyline games that were on the PS Vita that were mobile games that were this tie-in, that tie-in, and it's like, what the fuck? You told us that there was a Kingdom Hearts 3 coming on. You got the secret unlocked trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3 and Kingdom Hearts 2, well, as you and then argued, nothing. As you argued with me, I'm going to argue with you. Like That was an established franchise, and yeah, like 14 years. And then it was like seven fucking Final Fantasy games that came out. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not even going to talk shit about that. Like, again, I will point out Final Fantasy 1 through 7, all well and good. Final Fantasy 10 2. Just say. Resident Evil. Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil Code Veronica. Resident Evil 3. Resident Evil 0. So on and so forth. As goes the way of video game numbering conventions. Again, cannot stress this enough. Final Fantasy 10. Speaking of Resident Evil, did you know the chick who is the voice actor for not the real tall lady for the new one in the village, but her daughter, the creepy vampire lady, who did like, I think she did the mocap in the voice acting, or maybe just the voice acting. I'd have to go back and look. Yeah, so it's like the, the, the tall lady's daughter. She's a vampire, and I guess she chases you like around whatever little mansion. Yeah, she died. Word? Yeah. Like, in the past two weeks, or what are we talking about? Uh, when they, like, shortly after they released the trailer for the game, like, the announcement and all of that stuff, and everybody was like, oh, my God, the big, the big tall goth lady. Yeah, she died. I think it was, like, uh, she had, like, yeah, so that's her final appearance. I was like, that's kind of messed up. I mean... There's part of me that hopes that, you know, because it's still Capcom, that they'll handle that in a very sensitive way and give her a nice shout-out. Hopefully that would be a nice touch of the game. It would be. But also, like, with my experience of video games, it might just not be addressed at all. Because, uh... Her name's Janet Mouse on January 28th. Uh, no, let me see. Yeah, she had uh, colon cancer. I knew it was a Ooh. type of cancer. I wasn't sure, but mm. yeah. Wow. So literally on January 27th, and I think the trailer for um, the Resident Evil came out like a couple weeks or something before that, but yeah, passed away. So they're like, yeah, this is her last performance. I was like, damn, that's... That's crazy. It's kind of a coincidence, though. It seems like a lot of voice actors end up passing away from cancer. Uh, can confirm, actually. It might be throat cancer or lung cancer, but it's some kind of cancer. It is I don't know a, if you ever noticed that or not. It is a frightening amount of either throat or colon cancer because either A... A lot of them smoke. Yeah. Like, yeah. To keep the voice low and raspy. Yeah. Or it is colon cancer because we're sitting on our ass all day. No, it's not <laughs> true. It's not true. Uh, no, it's, it, a lot of it is throat cancer because a lot of, like, the old guard from back in the day, you know. Yeah. Had a smoking habit. 
I did yeah. until I mean, last year. Like I quit right before COVID kicked off. Good timing. Good timing. <laughs> <laughs> Super good timing. But uh, no, it's it's so many great voice actors who have left us in the past like five years that I like mourn greatly. Like people you all don't even know about. Like I'm thrilled you know Don LaFontaine. Like that gives me a lot of like hope. Not just because like brotherhood you know who he is no because like over the past 60 years that man has been like the voice he's of, the voice of movies like yeah. you go you you would either get your 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 rental i hate my dated button on that one you <laughs> get your you you get your rental <laughs> you get your rental or you know you go to you know the theater and specifically want to see the trailers because in a world and you'd be like, oh, shit. Is <laughs> that dude? No, actually, I'm glad you brought that up because, like, s there was a problem with this, like, in the voiceover world where, like, shortly after Don passed, like, a couple studios hired a dude who spoke lower in his register. And the trailer started with, in a world. But it wasn't him. Yeah, it wasn't him. Like, that is 100%. It was the happy-go-lucky Disney guy. <laughs> no, that's a different dude. And that dude is still alive. Yeah. And it's kind of amazing. But that's besides the point. They they hired dudes who kind of sounded like Don to read the inner world. And that was... A it lot of people work. got real upset about that. Yeah, it just didn't work. Myself being one of them, like, retire that line. That... That should only belong to one person. Y'all are done. Still on movies, though. We got two HBO Maxes releasing this month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two hitters, though. Mm-hmm. We got Justice League on the way. Yes. And we got Godzilla. Now, y'all don't know this. At least the people who don't know me personally don't know this. But the people who know me personally know how I feel about Godzilla. Listen. Because the people who know me personally know that that's my dude. <laughs> it looks good, though. It looks so good. I don't give a fuck about King Kong. I hope he get waxed. Team Godzilla. That's <laughs> See, no, trailer I saw. See, I don't know. I feel like it might be split. The trailer I saw, King Kong was whooping his ass. King, and it's not like it's like people out there like King Kong stands. I mean, but... I'm going to say this. Having seen the original... Oh, boy. Godzilla versus King Kong. I think it's going to play out the same where there is no definite winner mm. because in the original Kong didn't win Godzilla didn't win Kong beat Godzilla's ass Godzilla beat Kong's ass but at the end of the day nobody really actually won wow so I don't know if anybody's gonna actually win on this one so we we just here for the thrill yeah for, for the whole spectacle I'm, I'm, for, I'm, I'm there for all of it <laughs> I'm, I'm there for all it. of it <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It looks like it's going to be good. We need something. We need something. So that's the end of this month. And then in two weeks, we got Justice, Justice League. League. Yes. 
I will say that one of the things that I'm most excited about on Justice League, and this is coming from being, of course, a fan of the comics, is that this Snyder Cut includes Superman's black suit. That's right. Because in Death of Superman, that black suit was a big deal. Like, there was a reason he had to wear the black suit. Mm -hmm. I would have been like, hell yeah, if he would have had the hella 90s (laughs) mullet type situation. (laughs) (laughs) But... You know, we, it's, it's 2021, so, you know what I'm saying? Well, the movie came out, what, like, 2019 or something? So we can't really ask for 90s hair. You already saw what happened when I saw, what was that, Peacemaker's costume? I kept, <laughs> you got to upgrade it. You got to darken it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, but I'm I'm for sure feeling this black suit. That's I'm, I've been trying to stay away from the trailers, though. I've only seen the Flash one and then the first one they dropped. I only saw the first one. The Flash one was kind of like, oh, here's like this scene with Flash in it. It ain't really giving you too much to look at. Uh, I, but see, but, but if, if, but, and then too, a lot of movies haven't been doing that lately where they like include what's in the trailer in the movie, but some of them do. So it's like, I don't want to spoil it because if that's like, one of the things with this being a Snyder Cut that makes it the Snyder Cut is all of the extra footage that's, that's being true. added. So I don't want that being spoiled that's true. by the trailers. That's true. I like. I want to see the new footage in sequence, in movie, the way it's supposed to be see, seen. My curiosity gets the best of me. So I saw yeah. it and I was just like, oh, I'm going to look. But it wasn't even worth it. Like, don't even bother. Like, you're fine. I can hold off. I can hold on for two weeks. Yeah. I can hold on for two weeks. Absolutely. And y'all can't spoil the shit 48 hours after. Give the people some time. Man. Man. Because y'all going to be on the Facebook and the Twitter talk about And the gram. Well. Did you see? Oh, my God. I even like how. How come they didn't? The movie still <laughs> track. Like, bro. Yeah. Give the people some time. Because some people might have to rewatch it. To absorb. Yeah, because you're going to watch it, and then you're going to be like, hold on, let me rewatch. I got to take this in. This cut of it. It's going to be cold. It's, it's 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 gonna be worthwhile. It's gonna for be sure. worthwhile. So those the those my my two for the month. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm for real geeked up about those. HBO Max did a a, a a good thing with that WB deal. Let me tell you, HBO Max is on to something. They said, hey, we know this is the last season of Insecure. <laughs> we know we ain't got Not much insecure. Else. Yeah, they have been adding shows on shows on shows. Yeah, and original programming, but they have been adding everything. Yeah, with that. Yeah, spirit away. I mean, we gonna have to have we gonna have to have some stuff though because they're gonna have to add. They aren't gonna have to do something else other than oh, here's some stuff you wanted to watch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at it. I was watching um the Batman animated series this morning yes. while I was drinking my cappuccino. Having lot loads of memories. Since I'm just like that opening sequence, the um I forget what you call it, like the viewfinder, so so to speak, 
that was the uh, WB. Oh, with logo. the logo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, but in this one, it doesn't show that. It just shows the viewfinder. Yeah, it doesn't have the little WB on it. Okay. But I was watching that, and I was just going through all the nostalgia. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is 100% a theme that will just live in, like, Man. every millennial's head. Yes, yeah. it's the WB yeah. logo. Because I don't, I don't care if you were, like, not even that big of a fan of Batman, like, and I'm you judging you. Caught enough episodes of that as a child. To I'm have judging that, like, you. Batman's the truth. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That um that Batman the Batman the animated series is to millennials what the Adam West Batman is to yes. is that Gen, Gen Xers. X. Got I don't know. No, I wouldn't say Gen X because that was like no. Yeah, that's, are those boomers? I, that might be boomers, man, because that was like sixties. What's the year for that? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. So what? Are, we gotta look it up. I can't Three even. People will laugh like don't don't, don't even utter. We got uh, we gotta look it up. The name Adam West is the first thing I'm gonna say. <laughs> I don't even want to sing the song because y'all know I can't. First sing. of all, may he rest in peace. Yes, to the legend. To the legend. But when he was singing his little song on Family Guy, <laughs> hey, Adam West. <laughs> Adam West. And then, you know, you go and a little crazy. softer now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to the OG. That, that's the only reason they have me on this show, to do Adam West's oh voice. Oh, my God. That's the only reason they had him on Family Guy, is to sing that shit. No, you had Adam West because he was Adam West. That's like... With the... the yes. No, because straight up, I played it, I played it earlier uh, today, just for fun and laughs. Um, if y'all know... Seth MacFarlane has like a hardcore bromance with Patrick, sorry, Sir Patrick Stewart. Oh my god. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, that's why he's on American Dad. Oh, okay. And Ted. Like, they're they're very good friends. And there's this whole thing where like, as Avery Bullock, the head of the CIA in American Dad, um, the CIA needs to blow through their budget. So Avery Bullock takes all the CIA dudes out to a strip club. Oh my god, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and starts like doling out cash to them and like has this wonderful this makes perfect sense, Susie and rhyme scheme <laughs> to giving them cash and everything and it ends with I am the Snorlax, I speak for the strippers. He's the Snorlax though? <laughs> no, Snorlax. Like, I don't know if like nobody told him Pokemon was a thing or not. Like, they didn't go with Lorax, because he's not speaking for the trees, he's speaking for the strippers, which mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the strippers do need a voice. Y'all need snoop. your own Y'all need your own Lorax. Are strip clubs back open? I, I think, think so. They never closed. You are correct. Really? Actually, yeah. No, nah, that, that ride up and down 8 Mile, I ain't seen. Okay, so they were closed. They are open now. They probably not, you know, of course they're not full capacity, but I don't know if people been going to the strip clubs here like that. I mean, now, yeah, if you were in Atlanta or something. something. They've been going to Miami, so I'm assuming, I, I mean, I, strip you know club. What? I want to clarify something. Like, as somebody who, like, topped that and was like, no, strip clubs have never done I don't want to, like, come across as that guy because, surprisingly enough, I've never actually been to one. You ain't had no day shift meals? Like, I've heard stories about the buffets and everything. No, no, no. We ain't talking about buffet. I'm mm -mm. talking about me. Day shift. Like, I'm you go at, like, chef. 
one thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, no, there's nobody there. Alfredo, no, it's people there. It's it's people there for lunch. Deidre, like, hey, yes. I want to back this train up. Like, you're talking to me about one thirty in the afternoon. I was stripper there. Alfredo. Yeah, my thirtieth birthday. My BFF took me to the strip club, and we had Alfredo. She had lobster tails. We had a um, hookah. You know what I'm saying? Some shots. You know, a little wine, a little beverage. Um, they you had a clarify, Like you said, you were 30, so please clarify to the listeners at home that you weren't working there at the time. Huh. I got a, I got a regular job. If I, if <laughs> I, if I, if I, if I, if I was a stripper, I don't know if I'd be here right now. I'd be living my best life somewhere. Hey. They made more money than me. You'd be in Miami. I would be in Miami. <laughs> All I'm going to say is cocaine is expensive. Also, like, yeah, straight up. Also, yes. Here's the thing. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Because I've been, like, I've seen this multiple times, and I cannot find an answer. So, you know, y'all know with cocaine. Because... Wait, 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 but no, no, for, for real, follow me on this, because I need a legitimate answer. I think I know the answer, but I need a legitimate answer. <laughs> you know, you hit the line of cocaine, right? Oh my. You hit the line of cocaine. Horse is down. He's down. <laughs> Horse is down. I want to know where he's going. Continue. And then it's like... And I see it a lot in movies. Why is it that they take, like, the little residue that's left over from the line and put it under their lip? Uh, no, I'd happily answer. <laughs> I will go ahead. Go ahead. Tell, 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 us, tell, tell us about your former life. <laughs> <laughs> well, when it's 5.45 in the morning and you're sitting in a Denny's on your third cup of burnt coffee and they the told coffee. you the moon's over Miami is out... So you just get the crappy-ass cheeseburger that's totally not a Big Mac, but is pretending to be. Your only thought is, it's always sunny at Denny's. <laughs> now, uh, the main reason for that is because that's, uh, you know, you don't have enough to snort. There's not enough to get, like, in your mucous membrane. But your gums also absorb cocaine as well. So it is a way of getting a high by taking that little bit of residue and rubbing it on your gums. Or so I've heard for motherfucking legal reasons. <laughs> I'm assuming it's waste not want not. I kind of thought that I kind of allegedly like that's where I was going, but I've seen it in so many like it's in I've seen it in movies, I've seen it's it in cartoons, yeah. it's in everything. I'm like, why are they putting this shit? Like, are they doing well, it to teeth whiten? Like, what no, the see, fuck is going up, on here? Straight up, that is like, we gotta go, we gotta go, and I gotta get a little high. That's what it is. But it's also like, here's the thing. You know, if you're in that one, that one I'll forgive. <laughs> it's not, it's not nearly as effective. That one I'll forgive. The one that drives me crazy is like any cop show or any movie where they like, you know, crowbar yeah, open the case. It's pure. <laughs> no, no, like you showed me that. I know what you're talking about. But where they crowbar open the case yeah. and like, you know, the switchblade comes out and they cut open the bag and then somebody's like. It's like, that's heroin or that's cocaine. <laughs> like, take a moment to appreciate what you just did. You Is just took an unknown powder. Or? You just took an unknown powder and tasted it. And tasted it. Like, it. Could have been anything. Could have been. Like, angel fucking dust. Ajax. Let's throw it back. Angel, <laughs> angel dust. I've talked to cops and like every one of them was like, no, we don't do that. Yeah, like, we, we definitely well, don't do that. Why are you showing y'all doing that? Someone's doing it. Tony Baker with... 
Because they're really... Oh, my God. I, I maintain, I maintain <laughs> Hollywood is, like, trying to get some people killed for their own amusement. Because that's why, like, shit like that is so prevalent. Look, they said they entertain us, so we got to entertain them some kind that's of way. Apparently so. Like, <laughs> Let's play with lie, the lives of the general like, there's, folk. There's producers who are only getting off if they, like, read about, like, this kid died because of something he saw in a movie. Oh, God, yes. I produced It'd that. It'd be like that. It'd be like that. Uh, we did movies. Uh, we're running out of time for this. Oh, well, yeah. I, I guess we can kind of, you know, just, just, I feel good about this first episode. We got, we got quite a bit of content, quite a bit of laughs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have, we got less homework to do because now we get to save like half the show for next week's. I mean, you know, we, we, we sorted all out. We got to, you know, edit and adjust and whatever, but, uh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We 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 get to some other stuff next week. But we definitely appreciate you guys uh giving us a listen on this first episode. Um hopefully, hopefully you guys subscribe to the podcast, you know what I'm saying? Check us out. We'll probably be coming to you on a bi-weekly basis. Um that gives us time to, you know what I'm saying, watch, absorb, formulate an opinion on media. Whether it be movies, TV, anime, comics, whatever. Um, and then, you know, present that to you. Um, hopefully, it provides some type of entertainment. Provides maybe some conversation starters for you and yours. You know what I'm saying? Um, but thanks. Thanks for giving us a listen. Thanks for sticking with this uh, force. DJ, I got anything? Absolutely. Um, if y'all have any recommendations, comments, whatever, find us on Instagram. Rude, R-U-D-E, underscore, and, A-N-D, underscore, obnoxious. Not spelling it. <laughs> you can connect with us there. Of course, comment, follow, all of that. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Music. Is it? I, I don't, this is iTunes, your specialty. You tell me. iTunes. I'm washed. <laughs> all, all of it. All, all of all it. The stuff, all the stuff. All the stuff. there, but you can... Uh, connect with us on Instagram and let us know what you want to hear from us. After Deeds' introduction, after Deeds' outro, Dark Horse Wines, we are available for sponsorship. Yikes. <laughs> I'll call you out like that. No, this, this is Mike Forrest and 100%, we are available for sponsorship. <laughs> Hey, look, we got to get them coins. Yeah, we do. Like, as as the kids say, secure the bag. Oh, um, yeah, we're securing Is that the what bags. we're saying now? Yeah, yeah, we secure the bag. We gotta secure. That's what we said. Gotta secure the bag. I'm, I'm gotta not get, gonna say. Gotta that. get them chips. At this point, it's it's way too white if I say it. Gotta <laughs> gotta gotta get the funds up. We are on the lodge with it. Ooh, and with that. On that note, we're gonna close out episode one. We'll close out of episode one. The rude and obnoxious podcast. And remember, you're nobody till somebody loves you. <laughs> Catch y'all in two weeks. Bye.